Hey, everyone, want to tell you about an incredible company called Air Doctor Pro. You can go to airdoctorpro.com, use the promo code Fasting for Life to receive up to $300 off one of their amazing air filters. Um, by supporting them, you're supporting us and the show. I want to tell you an incredible testimony. We now know that the indoor air is two to five, sometimes up to a hundred times more polluted um, than the outdoor air, according to the EPA. And my son has been struggling with sleep. He hasn't slept. He's over two years old. He hadn't slept through the night his entire life. My wife and I had done everything. We could not figure it out. We put an Air Doctor Pro in his room, and I am not kidding. The first night he slept through the night, up he went over 30 nights in a row for the first time ever, sleeping through the night. We don't know what it did or what was in the air because we've had our house tested but whatever it's doing is allowing him to rest and sleep peacefully for the first time. And for that, it is absolutely priceless. Air Doctor Pro comes with 30-day Breathe Easy money-back guarantee. So if you don't love it, just send it back for a refund. Minus shipping. Head to airdoctorpro.com. Use the promo code FASTINGFORLIFE to receive up to $300 off any of their air purifiers exclusive to podcast customers. You'll also receive a free three-year warranty on any unit, which is an additional $84 value. Lock in the special offer by going to airdoctorpro.com. Use the promo code Fasting for Life. Hello, I'm Dr. Scott Wadier. And I'm Tommy Welling, and you're listening to the Fasting for Life podcast. This podcast is about using fasting as a tool to regain your health, achieve ultimate wellness, and live the life you truly deserve. Each episode is a short conversation on a single topic with immediate actionable steps. We cover everything from fat loss and health and wellness to the science of lifestyle design. We started Fasting for Life because of how fasting has transformed our lives, and we hope to share the tools that we have learned along the way. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Fasting for Life podcast. My name is Dr. Scott Wadier, and I'm here, as always, with my good friend and colleague, Tommy Welling. Good afternoon to you, sir. Hey, Scott. How are you? Doing fantastic, my friend. We are beating the heat here in hot and humid Texas. And why am I talking about the weather at the end of this summer, even though summer heat wise is going to continue here for the foreseeable future, probably Mm, through, you know, into at least October. So we are not from a temperature standpoint coming to the end of the season, but we know that as we are in the beginning of the month of August, that school is going to start right around the corner. Kids are going back to colleges now. And the last of the family vacations or the last weeks away for the summer vacations are taking Mm. place now or in the upcoming next couple of weeks. So with that being said, Tommy, we are going to talk around and about and dive into the idea of how fasting can have a different path and different outcome when it comes to handling life events like vacations than what you and I have experienced and what we've heard from thousands of listeners and challengers over the mm. last two and a half years. Yeah. Yeah. Vacation, you know, it's supposed to be like low stress time, right? It's supposed to be something that we look forward to and it's going to be fun and bring the stress levels down, but relaxation and resorts. Relaxation, and that sounds nice. Spas yeah. And, yeah. But so many times in the past, I can speak from personal experience and I know a lot of people can relate that this can actually become a very stressful time because, hey, I have weight loss targets that are very important to me. And I have a feeling that much like in the past, this upcoming vacation is going to derail me somehow or set me back or make me feel like I've missed out 
on potential, you know, results that I should have had, or just kind of put me in the wrong, like state of mind, like old habits kind of creeping in and, and things like that. So I think this is an important conversation about how we can do that better with a few like simple modifications that they don't really have to be like very different or remove a lot of the benefits and the awesomeness, you know, that comes along with vacation. Yeah, we had this conversation earlier in the summer, at the beginning of the summer, inside of the membership, the coaching group. And the questions came up about, you know, fruity drinks at the pool, going on vacation, and I'm worried about, you know, the progress that I've made. And typically, mm -hmm. I'm uh, just, you know, not off the wagon, but the wagon's now burning in a ditch on fire, right? <laughs> and then like, I lose the momentum, and then it takes me weeks to get back on track. And yeah. We really want to talk about, like you just said, is framing this in a different way. And there's a couple of big key components here. And speaking from experience, in my own experience of going on, you know, our honeymoon and a couple of family vacations, we don't travel as much as we used to with kids because you were saying vacation is supposed to be relaxing. <laughs> I'm thinking not if you have children under the age of five. OK, yeah, it is yeah. not relaxing. It is packing true, true. in sand everywhere and now we're going to have a lot of fun because we're making memories, right? So one of the things right. we want to talk about when you are looking at vacation and how to have success is that emotional piece or that enjoyment or experience piece, right? Yeah. And then the second thing would be making sure that we're not like I used to do, which was work so hard and work out and calorie restrict and trying the bathing suit and just to feel confident, right? As always being the big, yeah. heavy, bulky guy, right? you know, getting out there and being like, all right, yeah, I'm going to have a good week this week. But I've worked so hard for six months or three months that now I'm just mm. going to throw it all away. And I deserve this incredible, yeah. rich, indulgent experience. And then on the back end, derail myself or it's going to take time to like, get back on track. And this was before fasting. Yeah. But it was this constant cycle of life events and traveling and vacations and people coming to visit that would throw me off. And I want to make sure that we, you know, put some boundaries and some parameters that are not, like you said, big overhaul things, but just a different way to think about it or a different way to look at it where you can still have the fruity drinks by the pool and you can still be in vacation mode in getting the enjoyment out of it. But you don't have to, and I'll tell a story here in a second, constantly be like thinking about the next meal or the next mm. drink or that dreaded scale when you get home. Yeah. Yeah. That can be like an overhanging, like dark cloud above the vacation. Just like, what's that scale going to do when I get back home, you know? And then it can almost feel like when you do get back home, especially if you've fasted in the past where, oh man, maybe I should just set my next time or like just do a super fast, you know, to kind of undo it. And we call that reparations. We don't want to go into the reparations mindset either. So it's like, okay, well, here's a bunch of things that we don't really want to do. So how do we get a little bit more proactive on the front end of it, set some good boundaries for it. And then, then we can enjoy the heck out of our time because you know, like what you alluded to, you're looking for a certain feeling in those moments and we can get those without having to let the food or the intake or the social pressure that comes along with vacation a lot of times kind of steer us in the wrong direction and actually like stress us out and push us backwards on our fasting or our weight loss journey, you know, at, at the same time. Yeah, and one of the things it was like the happiness that came through one of the comments or questions that we got earlier in the summer about 
Yeah, I'm so glad that the schedule, the fasting schedule that we were coaching on that week matched up with the vacation days, right? Mm, And a couple of things in there. Now, I don't know if this is going to be relatable to everybody, but family vacation specifically, especially when you're getting together with extended family or you have kids or you have a hangry husband or wife that needs to eat every few (laughs) hours. I did say hangry, by the way. That was correct. Yep. That is a joke that we have in my family to my wife and I and the kids. It used to be me too, but not anymore, is the fact that family vacations typically are built around who's cooking the meal, where are we eating, are we going to the steakhouse, what's Mm. the buffet status, is the all-night pizza bar and the cruise open. A lot of it is around that indulgent, hey, when's the next meal, when's the next meal, who's getting coffee, are we getting bagels, what's for breakfast? (laughs) Would you guys bring the drink? Oh, you got the good whiskey. Okay, you brought the whatever. You brought all oh, these new high noons over here. And the, oh, let's get oh, a man. frozen daiquiri here, right? Like, yeah, they're free. All of this. Like we, yeah. it, it's all inclusive, right? We got the wristbands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm not saying not enjoy it, but the fact of the matter is, is that when the constant bombardment is there, and that's mm. a lot of like what you're going to do on what day is around the mealtimes, then you're really focusing all of the attention energy on food when it really should be mainly on the experience, right? And I'm not saying I'm good at this. Going on vacation and resting, first of all, not taking vacations enough, but like not going on vacation and actually resting and recouping. Last time we went on a longer vacation, just my wife and I, it took me four days just to like chill, right? (laughs) So yeah, not saying I got this all figured out, but that food component now when we go on vacation is a lot less stressful because mm. I know that I can put some simple boundaries in. And then the second thing I want to unpack after we talk about those boundaries or non-negotiables is the family component. Mm. Yeah. So like if you're going into the vacation and then you're sitting down at a restaurant that you know is like a special place or it's a particular place, that's like a unique opportunity and you're going to want to enjoy it. You a small like- town ice cream yeah. creamery that's been there since 1905, right? right? And you've <laughs> yeah. been going there with your grandparents, right? Like- right. Enjoy that. Put that on your non-negotiable list that I'm going to enjoy this and just feel complete freedom by doing it. Right. Can you imagine the look on one of your family members face if you told them that you weren't going to be partaking in that tradition right there? Or that you were you'd just be extradited at from the family immediately. Yeah, you'd be done. You'd be done. Wait you're a minute, you're not out, one like, of us anymore? Like, what are, yeah. what are you doing? So the simple way to handle that, obviously, is first of all, make sure you're getting the enjoyment out of what you want. Have those meals, put those yeah. drinks in your window. Don't have the drinks all day starting at 11. Right. <laughs> Wait till three and then have them within your eating window as well, which then gives mm-hmm. you the added benefit of not spiking the blood sugar all day. Yeah. Yeah. Think of how many hours it may have been like last year or before you started fasting and go like, okay, well, maybe I can do a little bit better than that with some intentionality there. But like getting back to the ice cream or to that like special steakhouse that, that, you know, this is a local place or it's like a it's a special meal during your. yeah. Yeah. During your vacation, like you're going to want to go into those meals feeling like you've maintained enough of a sense of control before that meal so that you're not piling good food on top of like my glycogen stores are already full. I'm already feeling like the scale has been ticking up. And now you're sitting there at dinner, maybe enjoying the food, but also being simultaneously stressed out about what the scale might be doing right now. Or like, oh man, I really kind of shouldn't be eating this right now. If you can go into that meal feeling like, 
I've done a few things. I've put a couple of boundaries in place earlier today or yesterday. I've made some better choices, or maybe I skipped out on lunch today that everybody was having because I knew this was going to be a more indulgent dinner. That's a huge win right there. Like I felt good during lunch and I got to enjoy the heck out of dinner and I don't have to be putting on more, you know, long-term fat stores at the same time during the process. So we know by looking at some of the statistics, drinking can double on vacations, which means increased yeah. calories and absolute just trashing fat burning. Sure. Because you, your body's going to shut everything down to process that alcohol. Right. And then we know that, you know, the one to two pounds a year adage of weight gain, half of that can come from the vacation that you mm. take. And that shows that it doesn't go away. Right. It sticks with you unless you have a good plan. So I love yeah. the idea of putting these non-negotiables in like, all right. Well, we have a brunch on Sunday. Great. I'm going to have brunch, but then I'm not going to have lunch and I'm going to eat maybe a light dinner or maybe yeah. there's a dinner plan for Friday. So you don't eat lunch or breakfast that day. And when somebody asks you, right, hey, you're not eating, be like, no, I'm still full from last night or yep. I'm still full from those daiquiris yesterday and I want to have some more of them later before right. we go to dinner. <laughs> so I'm just full. I'm not really hungry. And guess what? The pressure comes off. Everybody goes, oh, yeah. Okay, you're oh, going to cool. join us later. Great. Good, good. But good, good. Yeah. Okay, great. You can still be part of the family. And it right. just takes that pressure off. And you know, going into the vacation, like let's say it's a week, right? And you gain five to 10 pounds. Yeah. God forbid, right? You go home and you right. weigh yourself, which is something wow. we're going to tell you not to do right away. If the scale yeah. is your enemy, don't create more guilt and shame, okay? Right. Put some boundaries. Use your fasting as a tool, enjoy the moments, right? But that five to 10 pounds, there is no way that you consumed 17 or 18,000 extra calories in a week <laughs> that turned into fat. Right. So you could do about 5,000 extra calories a day for a day or two. Like yeah. you can't do that for seven days in a row. You're not going to be able to enjoy anything of the vacation. You're going to be in a food coma the whole time. Right. So yeah. <laughs> the fact that the weight can go up might be because of the alcohol kicking you out of fat burning. Yeah. It's probably due to some of the more indulgent foods and the sugary drinks if you're partaking in that and the carbohydrates and the traveling and the fact that people don't tend to have the same consistent bowel movements when you're on the road and the hydration component and the salt component and the fact that you're not in your normal routine and maybe you haven't slept as good or maybe you're stressed a little because you have kids on a beach on a vacation, right? Like Why there's is everything all these other yeah. things. So you haven't done anything that is caused the fact to like burn the wagons and just be like, I'm done. So when you're right. leaving vacation and you've had those winning moments, when you come back, give yourself a few days of grace and don't just be like, I'm going to do a 72 hour fast when I get back. Oh, no, you're yeah. not. Yep. You're right. <laughs> no, you're not. Okay. Maybe some of you can. Yeah. And you'll push through, but it's not necessarily like the reparations way we want you to do it. Like don't, Beat yourself up, ease back into the routine and get on the scale. When you start feeling like your energy has come back and you're recovered. And, you know, I've always heard people say busy people when I was in practice, y'all need a vacation from the vacation, right? Right, well, right, right. Yep. Whew, all right, let's slow down. And then when you get back, start with some fasting windows and some good quality nutrition choices that will allow you to rebuild the foundation, right? And not yeah. just try to dive back into the deep end. Hey, fasting fam, want to let you know about an incredible company that we've partnered with, aquatrue.com, promo code fasting for life to receive 20% off any 
AquaTrue purifier. These are not your old school um, pitcher filters or your refrigerator filters. We're talking about a proprietary four-stage reverse osmosis purification process. Their countertop purifiers work with no installation or plumbing, which if you've priced those whole home water filtration systems, you know exactly what I'm talking about. These incredible countertop versions, they do have one under sink mounting model as well, but they remove 15 times more contaminants than ordinary pitcher filters, like I mentioned, and they're specifically designed to combat this new group of chemicals that the Environmental Working Group has done a deep dive on, these forever chemicals called PFAS or PFASs. These are in 45% of our U.S. tap water. 45%. These things can lead to endocrine system disruption, certain types of cancers, liver toxicity. And I'm so glad that there's now a countertop affordable version of this incredible technology. So as we fast, we know that water outside of a little black coffee and tea is the only thing that we drink. So if we're trying to get the biggest bang for our buck, we're trying to increase autophagy and allow our bodies to heal, shed the weight, get healthy, reverse disease, then why not give it the absolute best quality water that you can? So AquaTrue comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee. It even makes a great gift, like I mentioned, my aunt and uncle. Um, Today, as one of our loyal listeners, if you support them, you're supporting us, you're going to get 20% off any AquaTrue purifier. Just go to aquatrue.com. That's A Q U A T R U.com and enter code fasting for life. F A S T I N G F O R L I F E. That's 20% off any of the Aquatrue water purifiers at aquatrue.com. Yeah, you know, and there's been a couple of vacations that I've been on personally, especially ones that are a little bit bigger, more of like a family get together kind of thing, where it started to kind of compound. Where it was like, you know, everybody won breakfast and then lunch and then dinner, like multiple days. And it's like, oh, what about this restaurant? It's local, you know, and then I started to feel at a certain point, like I've consumed a lot of calories here. I'm going to take like the last day or two here before I leave and I'm just going to slow things down. Okay, I'm going to do just one meal today. And maybe even that one is going to be a lighter meal because I am feeling like wow, I've just kind of piled it on. This is going to help me feel a whole lot better. So by the time I got home feeling better, the scale hadn't moved nearly as much as if I had just jumped on it just a day or two before that. And that's huge, you know, for motivation, also for looking back and reflecting back on the vacation, like you're looking to lower stress and create new memories, right? But If I leave and stress is high or frustration is high because now the scale has ticked up or I feel like I've regretted some of my choices during that vacation, that's not a good capstone for my vacation. I've kind of negated a lot of the potential impact and the purpose, you know, behind the vacation itself. I don't want to do that, right? No, and that you just said two things there. First was, you know, when you travel with kids, there's always food around. There's always snacks around. Like, you know, we went... to the beach for a couple of days for my wife's birthday and around the 4th of July. And, um, it was like the majority of what we put in the car to drive two hours to get there was yeah. food. Right. It was like bathing suits, couple pairs of shorts and food. Like it was yep. just to make pantry. sure that the army was <laughs> satiated. Okay. Right. It's funny, but that's the reality of it. So there's always that stuff around. So I love the idea that I can simply know that that stuff is there, but it's not for me. I don't need to be snacking the entire time on a road trip. Yeah. Like I don't need that anymore. Never mind what I just want to sleep the whole drive. That's not going to get us anywhere. Right. So that was the first thing. 
The second thing you had just mentioned about like the mindfulness of it, right, is like putting a little bit of intentionality behind it or planning can remove the stress. And I'm not saying like rigid planning because that can increase the stress. Yeah. But, you know, the moving the drinks later in the day, the picking out your ideal meals, the how you're going to handle the question from the family member, right? When they ask you, oh, you look great. What are you doing? You don't say you're fasting, okay? Just right. That is not a vacation conversation, all right? That's a next time I see you conversation, all right? See yourself out of this conversation. We're right. not going to do it, okay? Because then every time you say no to food the rest of the vacation, oh, they're going to be you're like, doing the fasting thing. You, okay, yeah, you're doing yeah, the fasting yeah. thing. Okay, yeah. Oh, and I told everybody um, else, yeah, so they're giving you right, a hard right. time too. Right, and then take the pressure off and don't worry about it. This isn't something that is going to completely derail you. And maybe bring one or two things that you're doing successfully in your fasting journey now before vacation. Take them with mm. you. Maybe yeah. that's journaling in the morning. Maybe that's a certain, you know, chocolate indulgence. Maybe you have a couple squares of dark chocolate during your eating window. Yeah, Bring yeah. it with you. Uh, or stick to your walking routine. Or use this time to start a walking routine. Oh, that's a big one. Yeah. Use some of that downtime to knock down that blood sugar right after yeah. those big insulin 30% decrease in one. blood sugar. Absolutely. Yeah. So a little bit of intentionality and making sure that you're still in control of the decisions that you're making, not allowing the external to control it, right? So the stops, mm. you know, here in Texas, there's a Bucky's thing, right? It's like oh, wow. people take Quite like following. road trips to yeah, to Bucky's. Yeah. I'm like, get me out of this place. Okay. <laughs> it is like the shopping mall from the right. south. Like it's crazy. <laughs> I don't understand it. There's the seven thousand gas mall. pumps. Yeah. There's people buying like Christmas gifts and there's like food and Mm-hmm. and brisket and bathrooms. And I'm just like, ah, I don't want to be here. The reality is, is just make sure that you are controlling the 80% rule. 80% of your decisions you've thought about, you've put a little bit of intentionality into and try to bring that pressure down, right? Allow yourself to enjoy those moments, enjoy the food, enjoy the drinks, but also know that it's not a black or white thing, that this is yeah. a sustainability thing. And a vacation is a part of the good life, as my wife and I like to say. Vacationing is a part of the good life. Like having the ability to go away and spend time with friends and family, that's part of the good life. And we don't want to be continually bringing all of this baggage with us. So know that the scale is going to move. Don't weigh yourself when you get back. Try to enjoy this in a different way. And when we had this conversation at the beginning of the summer, it was cool to see so many people that went on vacation with this new mindset and came back a different individual that can then go on the next vacation with just 10% more confidence or 10% more drive or 10% more, I know what to do this time rather than Mm -hmm. it being the derailing type thing or the life event that derails you. Like we always hear people get married and then the weight comes on. Right, right. right? But raising both (laughs) hands, okay, right now, I know you can't see this, but like my hands are waving above my head because that was me too. So. I'm excited to see and hear the feedback on this episode. And I think the timing of it is perfect as we're wrapping up the summer months here in Texas as everybody's going to be heading back to school. Yeah, I think you hit on one last point that made me remember some of the comments that we got, which was about the road trip specifically, because road trips, if you're in a family or you're used to or like road trip culture, that can be very specific, like for the Bucky's or whatever it is for like your like neck of the woods. Those can be very ingrained habits like, hey, we're going to get from 
rest stop to rest stop to rest stop. I pick up these. These are my items I'm looking for, you know, in the shelf or maybe the things that I only, you know, eat or drink on road trips. But either way, like for me, it was oftentimes like fighting the insulin spike that was leading to my being tired. And like, I'm wanting to do the driving, but I'm feeling more tired because I keep spiking my insulin every time we get to a rest stop, right? To like pull in some of my favorite, you know, things that I like to have. So now I'm looking for the stronger coffee to counteract that. But I'll tell you like the first long road trip that I took after really kind of figuring out how to use fasting for me was incredibly like night and day different where I was super happy, not hangry the whole time because I wasn't spiking the insulin. I wasn't living the blood sugar roller coaster at that point. And I barely felt any urge to really like worry about coffee at all. I said like, now give me a sparkling water and a regular water. I'm going to sip on them because I don't want to have to you know, stop every 20 minutes, you know, to go to the bathroom. But at the same time, I don't need the coffee and I don't need the insulin spikes. And I was able to drive straight through like one of the road trips, I just drove 12 hours straight. I didn't even think about it. And another one I did 16 hours with just like a small stop. But I would have never been able to pull that off in the past. It would have been like two to three hours and I would have not felt like continuing to drive. Like, let's take a break for a little while. Let just me get out of the car. Spikes. Let me yeah. stretch my legs. Walk let around. Me, yeah, let me, let me go walk around. Yeah. Yeah. So true. I'd forgotten about that because we've done some longer trips and asked my wife, that is not my thing. Yeah. Like <laughs> four or five hours in a car and I'm like, oh, it's just crazy. So I really appreciate you sharing that because I hadn't thought about that in a long time. So if you guys are thinking, you know, about the vacation, what to do, come get your questions answered or get some more vacation tips. Join us in the Fasting for Life community group. It's an incredible group of people, podcast listeners, lifetime fasters, people on yeah. this journey with us. And I say us because Tommy and I are on the sustainability part or the yes. lifestyle part of this journey, Absolutely. continually looking to level up in our fasting skills and continue to maintain the results that gave us our life and our health back. Yep. So come join us in the group, go to the show notes, click the link, answer a couple of questions. We will send you the mini masterclass, which is 20 minutes of six steps of how to put one meal a day fasting into your day-to-day -day life. If you already have the fast start guide, don't worry. This is a video component to it that we made a while back. It's been hugely impactful. Thousands of people have commented on it and downloaded it. The proof is in the pudding. Could be the next thing that you need to set yourself up for success when you get back from that next incredible vacation that you are going on. Tommy, appreciate the conversation as always, sir. And we'll talk soon. Absolutely. Thank you. Bye. So you've heard today's episode and you may be wondering, where do I start? Head on over to thefastingforlife.com and sign up for our newsletter where you'll receive fasting tips and strategies to maximize results and fit fasting into your day-to-day -day life. While you're there, download your free Fast Start Guide to get started today. Don't forget to subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Make sure to leave us a five-star review, and we'll be back next week with another episode of Fasting for Life.